If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody. Frank and Beans, a sex and relationship podcast. Where I'm Beth. And I'm Brian. And I am coming to you live from my kitchen today instead of the studio. Nice. (laughs) Because it is raining outside and the studio is too loud with all of the raindrops on the tin roof. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) It's nice to have a new studio every once in a while. Yeah, right? So if you hear uh, too much feedback, it's because of the wood floors and Mm. the dog's little toenails tapping on it uh, to and fro. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Cool, yeah. cool. So last week we talked about sapiosexuality. Ah, yes. And Maybe. did we learn anything? Did we? I mean, did we, we learned, feel smarter? I feel smarter for it, and I feel yeah. like if you are into little smarty pantses, which is what a sapiosexual is, then that is amazing. You know? Yeah. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. Yeah, you should. And if you love it, you should give it a swell review on mm-hmm. whatever platform you're listening to this on. iTunes, uh, Stitcher, I know, does it. Um, yeah. Or uh, you could also follow us on Facebook, which would be great. Uh, we got them dank memes up there. And mm-hmm. uh, if you could give us a five-star review. Uh, it would be much appreciated. It helps the show. Um, and if you think that that is just not about much, that you want to do more, you can become a Patreon sponsor by visiting www.patreon.com slash frankandbeans. And uh, for as little as $3, you can mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> little late to the party, huh? Yeah. <laughs> for as little as $3, that beer crack could be in your honor. For sure. Do we have any this week? Uh, we d- I don't have any this week, do you? No, I don't. Well, doggone it. I'm a Ruski. Yeah, that's all right. If you want to, you know, promote your business or just say hi to someone or say fuck you to someone. Ooh, that's a good one. For that, for that little, little $3. So. Yeah, we like being petty buddies from time to time. I know, right? <laughs> Especially you. <laughs> yeah, we will say fuck you to one of your exes for three right. bucks. right. And if you just have a question or something fun, then you know what? Uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, just email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. That's the letters Frank November Bravo Podcast at gmail.com. For sure. Beth, are you ready for the fuck yeah news story of the week? I am always ready. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah news story of the week. Fuck yeah news story of the week. We've got trap Fuck yeah. So I didn't pull it up, did you? <laughs> I'm not as you ready. Didn't. No. Let me turn on my Oh, I know. I'm failing all over the place. Right. It's blue specifically. Damn it. Well, it was like here was my day. Sitting around waiting, sitting around waiting, sitting around waiting. Boom, let's go. Here I am. So <laughs> California passes law to house transgendered inmates by gender identity. Yay! Oh, fucking standing. For sure. I love it. Governor Gavin Newsom 
signed a law on Saturday requiring California to house transgendered inmates in prisons based on their, on their gender identity, but only if the state does not have management or security concerns. This right. is, yeah, that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. This is, this is a good thing, of course, because you do have transgendered uh, individuals incarcerated and they are probably persecuted pretty harshly I mean, especially think in about, prison. You know, especially think about a male person and if you are a transgender female. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, they're probably tossing you around like you're, yeah. Yeah. Coronavirus. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, no doubt. You um, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, not good. Um, the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation houses men and women in separate facilities. Transgendered inmates are often housed based on their sex assigned at birth. Advocates say this is dangerous, particularly for transgendered women housed in facilities for men. Just what Beth said. See, yeah. It's like he read this before or something. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what yeah. else. Is there uh I'm trying to just skim it. through it. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's definitely much it. I that's mean, some hella progress, you it's know? enormous progress because you know what? It's the state of California basically recognizing those people as their, you know, as their, their gender that they identify with, mm-hmm. you know? And that's a huge, huge step, you know, especially because... You know, look at how many states still won't even let you go to the bathroom that you are, right. you know, that you identify in. So it's uh, it's a huge step for progress. Man, can so fuck yeah, Gavin and Newsom. Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's get on to today's topic. Speaking of gender and identity and all that. Today, we are talking about toxic masculinity. Mm. One of my favorite podcasts, they always say, toxic masculinity ruins the party again. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? Uh, my favorite murder. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I know that this is kind of like a buzzword lately, so you've probably heard it <clears throat> tossed around. So if you don't know what it is, uh, the term toxic masculinity actually originated in the mythopoetic men's movement of the 1980s and 90s. Okay. Um, but you probably, you know, haven't really heard it you uh, until more recently. Sure. Um, but it refers to stereotypical norms of masculinity and manhood. Um, mm-hmm. According to the sociologist Michael Flood, these include expectations that boys and men must be active, aggressive, tough, daring, and dominant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tox- toxic masculinity is what can come of teaching boys that expressing that they can't express emotion openly, uh, that they have to be tough all the time, that anything other than that makes them feminine or weak. What are you, a fag? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm like, I love how femininity is automatically associated with weakness, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, good listen, point. We have to do both, right? As soon as you guys start making it through childbirth, then yeah, we're <laughs> right. weak, okay? But yeah. fuck you. Or even, you know, a menstruation period. You exactly, know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I God, I can't imagine you as crabby as you get sometimes <laughs> about shit, like going through a single month of the period, Ugh. let alone. 
I get a cold and I'm like, yeah, I'll just die now. Yeah, I'm a big baby. (laughs) Goodbye, world. It's been nice. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So while traditional cultural masculine norms can be harmful to men, women, and society overall, this concept of masculinity is not intended to demonize men or male attributes, but rather to emphasize the harmful effects of conformity to certain traditional masculine ideal behaviors, such as dominance, self-reliance, and competition. Yeah. So, yeah, we're not saying being a man is inherently toxic or bad. It's just that, right. you know, when we force, you know, those gender roles of like, oh, men are men and manliness and, you know, all of that. And then little coquettish women are, you know, weak and you right. know, damsels in distress. Uh and I think, you know, that we've come a long way with that in general. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And, the, you know, the whole boys don't cry. They don't have emotions, blah, blah, right. blah. Yeah, that's why most men are serial killers. Right. Wait, let me say that backwards. Most serial killers are men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, most serial, hold, yeah. Hold it in, that's bottle it up, <laughs> and fucking, yeah. Not most men are serial killers. That would be crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what does toxic masculinity look like? Uh, it manifests in acts like bullying and catcalling. Just like you said, fucking fag in the locker yeah. room, you know, what are you, yep. fag? What yeah. are you, a pussy? Right. That was like the number one th- thing in the army. Like, if you're like, ah, I don't feel like taking another eight shots of fireball. What are you, a pussy? <laughs> well, <laughs> not anymore. Let's go. You know, I just don't want to throw up today. So. <laughs> right. Um, just brush my teeth, you see. <laughs> right. It's 7 a.m. What the fuck? Right. Whatever, fag. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Or like catcalling. I always like, I always say that this is like the last act of a desperate man who's like ready to fuck. And like, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, you really, has that ever worked in the history of the universe, honestly? I doubt it. You know what I mean? Has any woman from across the street ever been like, oh, sir, however <laughs> else would I have known how you felt? Like, or like from a car, like, wait, let me suck your dick. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, there was a on. video of a woman who was walking around New York and she was responding to the cat calling. Stop and it. yeah, oh, it was fucking hilarious. I'm sure the dudes would be like, oh, wait a minute. We just assumed you weren't going to be into that. <laughs> right, yeah. Because, you know, the guys would be like, hey, baby, you want to suck my dick? And she's like, yeah, I do. Where? And he's like, oh, um, um, I have a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Take that. Take oh my God, that. Hilarious. The good old Uno reverse card. Right. <laughs> <laughs> reverse, reverse. So it could also look like suppressing emotions or masking distress. 100%. Mm. I grew up with oh, this yeah. bullshit. I was going to say, you hear about boys growing up with this all the time. Like I fell off know. of my bike at the end of the driveway and broke my arm. I think I was eight years old. And I'm going back up the driveway with my arm just dangling there. Oh, God. And my stepdad comes out and goes... Are you crying again? What are you, a baby? And it's like, um, my arm's broke. Is it okay if uh, I cry now? Like, yeah. look at it. <laughs> see how it's not attached to the rest of my arm anymore? Right. See how it's like just kind of dangling there and probably oh, about God. four. Oh, yeah. I almost lost my arm over that. I don't know if I've told you this story. Oh, my God. You have not. That's crazy. It, it was, I, I broke all three bones. Oh um, and they were just kind of like, yeah, we can cut it off. 
<gasps> yeah. No. Yeah. Mm. What? It was pretty close. Amputee, Bray. Oh my god. I would probably be just as drunk as I am now. Right. Your <laughs> life would be so different. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. Yep. So crazy. Anyway, it can also look like hyper competitiveness. Okay, so me then. Right. <laughs> right. I think you're more competitive than me. I get yeah, to a point oh, where I'm just 100%. kind of like, nah, fuck it. You're like, you don't care. You're like, you can have it. Not yeah, me. I'm like, if I don't yours. win, I'm flipping the game board upside down. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And then your you know, your little nephews and nieces are like, and Beth, it's just a game. It's it's all right. <laughs> oh no, it's even worse my entire family, trust me. Like oh, yeah. every single one of us is just as bad. There's never been a single board game in my family that has ever ended without somebody flipping the board upside down in a pissed off rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. See, I get to a point where I'm like, uh, eh, this isn't that important to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. We're not good losers, us Ronzax. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. It can also look like maintaining an appearance of hardness. Hardness. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Is that the uh, Affliction t-shirts and the bedazzled jeans? or? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm hard. I'm hard. Mm. Um, can also look like chauvinism and sexism. Mm, two of mm. my least favorite words. Yeah. Uh, another sign of what it can look like is low empathy. A psychopath, again, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Can be entitlement. Totally. Oh, God. You know what? Lately, it has been like, <laughs> okay, I can just tell you what, and Brian, you know, this doesn't really apply to you, but white cis males have been such big fucking babies about everything lately. And have been the majority of people who are still Donald Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they can feel that power and privilege they have enjoyed their whole lives slipping away as the world becomes more diverse and accepting of everyone. Absolutely. And, oh, this sense of entitlement is like the biggest thing where I'm just like, fuck you like right. what the fuck do you think gives you the right to just i own the universe and well, you know you yeah. know look at their president and that's as far as you have to go like exactly anyway yeah anyway um it can also be made up of phrases like man up boys will be boys Macho- machismo 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 <laughs> I knew you'd have trouble with that. <laughs> and manliness. So, right. yeah, and then, you know, that's um, the whole man up and boys will be boys. Like, we've heard that during rape trials and stuff like that. Oh, man, I was listening to um, Small Town Murder the other day, and they were talking about this prosecutor who just sucked at um, prosecuting rape cases. And he was like, well, it's an animal instinct. And it's almost like when the woman resists, it makes it more of a turn on. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Ugh. You're the prosecutor. Right. That should not come out of your mouth. Right. That's not even the defense attorney. That's disgusting. Right. Ugh. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. So let's see. Toxic masculinity can also look like a violence as an indicator of power. Mm, think tough yeah. guy behavior. I had this happen the other night, um, last you? week. Yeah, at a at a dart tournament, and 
um, they have a, a raffle and they called out a number and I thought it was mine. And I went up there and the guy's like, Hey, everybody, if you've got your raffle ticket, have your raffle tickets ready and stand in a line over here. And I had my Cubs hat on. He says, unless you're a Cubs fan and then you can rethink your life. And I said, man, you can keep that shit to yourself, can't you? And he's like, well, what are you going to do about it? You want to step outside? I was like, it's a great night. I would love to step outside. Yeah, like, (laughs) come on, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're going to come at me. For so because I'm wearing a hat of a sport right. of, a, of a baseball team that I like that I grew up with, and then it and has then, to become this whole like oh well we can take it outside. Well, you're gonna make a smart ass comment, and then when I say something back, you're gonna be like, "Do you want to fight?" When it's like, like I was just gonna like, let it slide. Right, like you can just keep that to yourself is what I told him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like I told him, "Hey man, you need to shut the fuck up or shut your fucking right. mouth," or which I would love to, and I or have like before. That dude- do you remember that dude? <laughs> the Patriots game we were watching mm. at that one restaurant. And like, yeah. he's giving me a hard time. And like, you just had it at one point. And so, like, you're like, yeah. Or like, dude was like, yeah, you want to fucking go outside? And you're like, yeah, let's go. And you both like stomped over like towards the door. <laughs> and like, you just like let him go all the way outside. All the way. And well, then and he, fucking. He threw his head he at me. Like, yeah. He threw his head at me. Up. And then he went all the way outside, and I'm like, right. well, I guess I got a new hat now. And then you ripped it up, remember? <laughs> and then gave it back to him. I mean, that's like, it was like his own toxic masculinity that Absolutely. ruined that for him. And, you know, beating people at that is probably my petty betty gold star moment of life. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. You know? Physical strength is not the only, like, way to win anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It used to be, you know, when you think about, like, survival of the fittest and, like, how, you know, a lot of this probably started was that, you know, the man that could physically provide, Mm -hmm. you know, was seen as the ones that were going to survive more. But now, in today's day and age, you have so much more of your brain that is what's going to get you ahead. You know what I mean? No, for sure. Absolutely. Anyway, he ended up kicking, getting kicked out while I Good. took second place in the in the dart tournament. Hell yeah. <laughs> because See? he was like, cool, let's go outside. So he went outside and everybody there just locked the door on him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, take that's that awesome. and your toxic masculinity somewhere else. Right. That's amazing. All right. <laughs> so the last sign of what it could look like, it is marked by economic, political, and social expectations that men seek and achieve dominance the alpha male yeah oh such bullshit i hate this i hate this when you see it at a bar you know yeah hate it yeah guys who brag about their money or you know who yeah well obviously like politically you know women still can't be president apparently um and, you know, uh, yeah, the alpha male, like, oh, yeah, my dick's bigger than your dick or whatever. You know, it's just like, okay, uh, yeah. And and then and then what? What does that equate to? Right. What does that it's mean? It's an expectation to be the, you know, the bigger badass. Right. When in all reality, there's nothing about that that's, you know, I don't know, at least attractive to women, you know. Right. At least most women. At least most smart women anymore. <laughs> So anyway, um, why is this harmful, though? Um, 
So when boys and men are socialized to conform to traditional masculine ideology, it can hinder them from exploring what it means to be a male. You know, when you're instilling this from a very young age, obviously, you know, boys will probably ignore parts of themselves that might be big parts of themselves. Maybe they're artistic, you know. Maybe they're, yeah, or like, you know, like, again, all the repressed sexuality and stuff like that because Mm -hmm. they're afraid to be who they are. So, you know, it can, it's unfortunately, you know, what they've seen as what a male is from a very young age instead of them letting determine what a male is to them, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, So traditional stereotypes of men as socially dominant can lead to the development of other harmful traits such as misogyny and homophobia, which mm-hmm. can make them more prone to acts of violence, including sexual assault and domestic violence. Interesting. Yeah, and I would add, again, all the way up to, like, serial killerishness. you know? When For people sure. are having to repress their sexuality, their personality, you know, like, I think of a lot of the serial killers whose moms used to, like, make fun of them for, oh, yeah, what are you, a pussy, you know, like, Sure. Um, who was the uh, the co-ed killer? Edmund Kemper. Yes, that yeah. like that's like the number one one that comes to mind. You know, because yeah. his mom used to make fun of him for being a sissy and stuff all the time. And the dude was like six nine. Yeah, <laughs> he was exactly. a huge fucking. He was guy. fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. So holy shit. You know, but because his personality was very demure and like you know he wasn't loud and the biggest you know. You know, he wasn't riddled with machismo, you know. It's like his mom would give him a hard time, so. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, It's a great example. Yeah. Um, Similarly, the... Similarly. Similarly. (laughs) (laughs) The socialization of boys in patriarchal societies often normalizes violence, such as bullying and aggression, right? Very true. Uh, Exactly. Again, you know, you give in the, the nerd a swirly at, in the bathroom or, mm-hmm. you know, the elementary school or, you know, what do you fag and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Or yeah. if a guy doesn't want to play football, it's, you know, seen as weird or nerdy or whatever. Yeah. And then they come in and they shoot up your school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And literally, that's the other side of it, you know, because, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, it can also lead to body image issues, you know. What if you're just a small guy? There's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> it's like you That's fair. That. Like I think like, up until um shit, I was probably in eighth grade when I filled out. Like I was a scrawny little dude. I was tall. Yeah. But I was I mean, yeah. I was gonna say you've always probably been pretty average or maybe a little bit bigger, you know. Yeah, I but I I mean like I was I was teeny tiny. Yeah. Little guy. I mean tall, Aww. but like a beanpole, you know? I've never seen pictures of you from, like, your childhood. My childhood, <laughs> I think no. I've seen, like, one, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially your, like, teenagers. Your, did you just burn all the photos from your awkward phase? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I know my mom's got some up in her house, but it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and plus I had long hair, which was weird. <laughs> Ironic, because I'm bald now. Oh, my God, right? Yeah, I also recently <laughs> threw out all of my yearbooks because I was like, why have I been continually hanging on to these giant dinosaur pieces of shit like who cares who cares this is just taking up space in my house get rid of it good point yeah yeah so um let's see what else yeah self-reliance and emotional repression are correlated with increased 
psychological problems in men, such as depression and increased stress, and can even lead to suicide. I believe it. 100% true. You know, think about how many, like, especially, like, repressed sexuality. You know, there's a lot of guys, like, how many times have you heard a story of guys who hid their sexuality until their teens and they were so afraid to come out and they were, they, you know, just end up killing themselves because they would rather just die than live in a world where they're going to be persecuted for not being, you know, an alpha male. Yeah. It's sad. It's really sad. So it's very serious that this stuff changes. And uh, according to the American Psychological Association. Glad you got that one. American Psychological Society. I can read. (laughs) (laughs) Development of these traits that have been linked to aggression and violence leave boys and men at disproportion- disproportionate, I can. I'm playing Brian today, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the uh, development of these traits that have been linked to aggression and violence leave boys and men at disproportionate risk for school discipline, academic challenges, and health disparities, including cardiovascular problems and substance abuse. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously those are all things that come with, you know, any, when you're having those kinds of internal problems. Yeah, makes sense. You got to have something to deal with your shit. Yeah. For sure. Mm. Um, And finally, uh, men are actually overrepresented, overrepresented in prisons and are more likely than women to commit violent crimes and are at greatest risk of being a victim of violent crimes, according to the APA. Interesting. So, yeah, which actually makes sense if you think about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, I mean, you don't really hear a ton of, like, women that are, not a ton, there are some, obviously, but, you know, who are in prison for rape or murder or assault or violent, you know, like, violent crimes. Yeah. No, that now, is once they're in there, it's, it's probably seventy percent of men in in prison versus thirty percent women. I would say, yeah, per, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So anyway, interesting. And just because you didn't grow up with the, when you be a man, rub dirt on it, walk it off. Right. Well, and it, it's even worse once you're in there. Think about that. You know, sure. if you don't prove that you are the most violent, dangerous, scary one, as soon as you get in there, you're getting butt raped on a daily basis. Like, period. Right. So it just, like, seeks to, you know, increase those issues, really. Yeah, very interesting. So how do we stop it, Beth? First thing we can do, (laughs) I'm going to tell you. Uh, First thing we can do is promote a a culture of acceptance. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Some boys and men may be more naturally, traditionally masculine. Uh, But some may be more naturally artistic Caring, creative, nurturing, or demure? Demure. Demure. Yeah. Demure. Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> demure is like, you know, like coquettish, like, you know, just shy and okay, gotcha. not, not loud, like, you know, introverted. Gotcha. Um, and most people will find themselves somewhere along the spectrum in between. Bingo. Yes. Wherever That's just people- it. It's not everybody is going to be all the way one way or the other. Sure. No, it makes sense. Like, like you said, there's a heat, there's a spectrum for any everything, mm. and this is one of them. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. Wherever people identify, it's important we accept and celebrate them for who they are. Absolutely. Ding, ding, ding. You know, like I, I, as, and it's especially for, I will add from an early age, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I know, I even to this day and age know people who like, I've heard say out loud, like no son of mine will be gay. And it's like, I really um, think it's your fucking choice. Right. <laughs> you know? Like, right. We're your business for that matter. Like, right. Uh, get over exactly. it. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Mm-hmm. Um, what else can we do to stop it? We can embrace a new definition of what it means to be male that includes openly expressing a wide range of emotions, interdependence, vulnerability, cooperation, and kindness. See, you just exhibit these traits, you make it normal. And that's how you fix this, you know? that This doesn't mean abandoning all the traditionally masculine traits, you know, including sure. some traditionally masculine characteristics such as strength and adventure may help some people define their own masculinity, you know? So it's okay to still do things and exhibit behaviors that are, you know, traditionally masculine. Yeah. However, you know, these traits should not make up a person's entire definition of masculinity, but only form one small aspect of their identity. Makes sense. Yeah. Let's see. We can also um, invite a friend to share their emotions or feelings about the topic or a topic and openly discussing them. Uh, without judgment or criticism, can be a good way to move forward. So, Brian, when you are hanging out with all those (laughs) dude friends you don't have. (laughs) (laughs) They're all dart players. and Right. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, this could be when you're hanging out with the boys, you know, when you are inviting them to share emotion and normalizing that sort of thing and discussing it with them without judgment or what are you gaying and whatever, then... That's normalizing that by talking about it openly, you know? Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Uh, We can also teach people when they are young that masculinity is not something society or any definition can instill in a person, nor is it something that can be taken away. Very interesting. Mm. Never heard this. Yeah. Yeah. It is up to each individual to identify... Or to define their identity. You know, like, I think the point there is, like, masculinity isn't something that can be taken away. You know, like, if you get your ass kicked, that doesn't take away your masculinity, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, just because you play the flute doesn't take away your masculinity. It's just who you are as a person and what the fuck you want to do. Just because it doesn't fit a traditional role of something doesn't mean, like, you know, your man card is being taken away. There is no man card. You know, you right. are a man, and what you do defines you as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. We can also abandon the boys will be boys mentality and instead hold other men accountable for misogynistic attitudes and behaviors. Yes. Do winner, not... winner, chicken dinner. Yes. I cannot express this enough as a woman. You know, you have to hold each other accountable, period. Mm-hmm. Every time you let this shit slide, when you do all the locker room talk and you normalize all the nasty fucking misogynistic things that come out of people, especially Donald Trump's mouth. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to get all the digs in I can. (laughs) It's it's 
fucking hate that guy. <laughs> anyway. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, um, so new breed of males must defy old notions of manhood. Yes. Uh, Wade Davis, a, for- a former NFL player who now speaks to men about gender inequality and masculinity at companies like Google, Netflix, and the NFL, said that there are no better messengers to help men confront these issues than other men. Makes sense. Nobody wants to hear it from their single mom that like, no one can take away your masculinity. Go play the flute. Thanks, mom. You know, like, that's not going to work. No, mom, I'm still going to get my ass kicked. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. No, that is that is huge. Yeah, um, this is an, an F- former NFL player. Right. That's like, a huge, like, that is that, you know, like, what people see is that machismo. So someone like that who has exactly, you know, all of these traits that most people would consider to be, like, the most masculine, mm-hmm. when he's he is taking the time to dedicate his life to going out there and changing this in such a right. huge way is enormous. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. So let's see. Um, we can also deliberately questioning and working against exaggerated traits can help a person and those around them to redefine masculinity and work past outdated and potentially damaging patterns of thinking, such as those created by toxic masculinity. Right. Get the Jersey Shore gym tan laundry guy out of here. You know, deliberately question it. You know, like, let's say you're watching that show with the boys, you Mm. know, to actually say out loud, like, oh, those guys are gross. You know, like, that's not how people should. That's not how dudes should act. Like, they're, you know, like, just because it looks like, oh, they get all the girls. I want to be like those guys. It's not the way you should want to be. This is like such a cartoonish depiction. You say that out loud. Right. Question it deliberately, you know. No, absolutely. And another thing I'd like to add to this on how we stop it is for women to stop falling for it. Yes. And, you know, I mean, yes. these these jacked up trucks and all this other stuff, like, yeah, that's fine and that's cool and that's what you want to do. Awesome. But just kind of like how we talked about stepping up your online dating standards, this yeah. falls under that too. Like, Well, and you know what? I don't think I've ever really been like... S- I've never been attracted to that guy. Yeah. Like, I have a history of, like, um, musicians. I have had a lot of, like, I, that's kind of, like, hot to me. Like, guys that play music, I think, to me, is hot. Yeah. And I, I've kind of always had that thing for musicians. Or, you know, again, like, people with big personality. Like, personality and make, being able to make me laugh is, like, what's sexy and attractive to me. Yeah. I've never been like, oh, that guy's hot, you know, like, because that gets old quickly. Sure. You know, it's not that I haven't, like, dated guys that were, like, absurdly, like, attractive physically, but, like, that only takes you so far. You know, it's like I said before, that just gets you in the door. But to sure. stay in there is, like, you really have to be, there has to be some, something substantial about you in order to, like, really have a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you said the same thing the last episode um, about how, yeah, that that big, dumb, brutish male, Mm. you know, it's fun for a minute, but that's about it. Exactly. Yeah. Fun for like at least 30 minutes, like, (laughs) 
<laughs> up to and including two hours. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that. <laughs> other than that. Other than that. Well, you know yeah. what? Eliminating or changing toxic masculinity is not going to happen overnight, right? Right. Um, however, as more people begin to define their own version of masculinity and include other human experiences within that definition, gender roles will continue to change on a larger scale. And, and you know I truly what? believe that. Like, that is yeah. going to be the hugest thing. And that's why I like all of the, you know, I used to hate the adverb game, you know, well, yeah. I'm a this, this, this. And it's like, but now I'm starting to come around on that because it's not just man and woman. It's not just I hunt, you gather, I... Yes. Yeah, I kill, you clean, you know? know And you know what? There's something that I've come to terms with lately, and that is, you know, again, you have to remember this isn't going to change overnight. And you as one person aren't, you know, like a lot of times I feel the weight of the world on my shoulders. And I feel like there's so much wrong lately with the world that I feel like so personally responsible to change it that like sometimes, you know, somebody was like, Beth, you can't, you're one person. You can't personally fix systemic racism. You can't personally fix the environment. You can't, you know what I mean? Like, you can just do what you can do. And if each person just does what they can do, brick by brick, you know, person by person, that's how we change things, you know? So all you can do is your little piece of that wall, you know? And so you don't have to feel overwhelmed about changing this, but... You know, you can talk to your boys in a different way. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like, just do your little part to change this, and eventually things will be different. I mean, look at how far we've come since, like, the 1950s. Sure. I mean, you even know. the 80s, you know what I mean? Like oh, this, yeah. Like this uh, this episode we talked about earlier, you know, the 80s and 90s. That That's what started all of this crap, and it's kind of like, uh, it's time to, time to cut that shit out. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, so yeah, that is toxic masculinity. Yeah, it's a good one, I think. I think so, too. I felt like that was a good one to cover, especially recently. (laughs) Yeah, just cut it out. Stop acting like that. For sure. I'm trying to like pull up my what the frame. Ah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was just gonna say, Brian, are you ready for the what the frame Tinder profile of the week? I guess I will go first since you are having a little bit of trouble. Okay, so we have Jack. Are you ready to meet Jack? Yes. He he is 35 years old. He lives in Asheville, and um, he lists. His traits. So you're like, okay, here we go. Well, he lives in West Asheville, so that's good to know his neighborhood. Depth is attractive. Cool. That's great. Maybe he's even, you know, a sapiosexual. We'll see. Uh, open-minded. That's good. Yeah. Looking for meaningful connections, not on here for validation. Okay, that's good. That's, that's good. good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next we have sober, which, okay, you're not for me. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> then he says, I'm probably thinking about eating you out. He was doing so good. I know. And then he includes his phone number, which is 828-424-5516. If anyone yeah. wants I was gonna say, to should we think call him about now? eating you out, <laughs> should we just yeah. call him and be like, 
Jack, we're on a we're on a podcast here. Yeah, why we just did went, you do this? Why did you ruin your, it? Your profile. Why did you ruin it? You literally ruined it. You got so far. You were doing fine, and then you just you were doing uh, great. You were doing great. This you were doing is, great. At first, you, I was like, Beth, where is this going? I know. I know. This sounds like I the know. perfect. I, I, maybe not a perfect, but this sounds like a really well done well, profile. Right, right. Yeah. I here's my neighborhood. Here's what I'm looking for. Blah blah blah. Tells that shares that he's sober. Has actually a decent picture up there. I'm probably thinking about eating you out. Now I just know you're a fucking pig, and everything uh, you said before that is a lie. Right. You're not looking yeah. for meaningful connection. Yeah. What did that? What happened to that? Right. Anyway, mm. what the Frank? What the Frank? Ugh. Well, Beth, are you ready to meet Gail? Oh, yes. She's 34 and she's a correctional officer. Mm. All right. <laughs> she says, I am a mother and I work a full-time job. I am probably the realest person you will meet on a dating site. Oh, my God. It's oh. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking about, we are going back to all the way back to It's Raining Men. Because right. Ryan said he is just too real. For He's too real. Too real. But he turned out to be accurate, so. <laughs> yeah, and he's a really good guy. Like, yeah, he really he is. is. He <clears throat> is. Um, she continues to say, I have no reason to lie to you, so don't lie to me. Uh, okay. Okay. I love outdoor activities. Out and door, two different words. Oh, no. Oh, no. I am new to the working out world. But do go to the gym. Okay, that's good okay. to know. I think that's like the Tinder way of saying like, mm, if I'm not quite skinny enough for you, I will be soon. Maybe, yeah. I Still, think that's what, yeah. No, that makes sense, yeah. I'm looking I, cause for I've seen some, that a lot. I've seen that, a, I've seen that a lot on profiles. Because it's like, okay. okay, you know, or like, oh, I, I'm on my fitness journey. I'm a work in progress, like kind of okay. stuff. So people put that a lot. How do you feel about that? I mean, I think that's fine, but I also think that you might be batting out of your league then. Yeah. Because maybe your regular pictures weren't working. Oh. But you are trying to lose weight, and then you just want people to know that you're losing weight, you know? Yeah. No, that makes sense. Okay. Gail says, um, I am looking for someone to just have fun with. Oh, Oh, my God! (laughs) So, if all you want is sex, go find it somewhere else, because my pants stay on until I find you worthy entrance. Let me say that again. My pants stay on until I find you worthy entrance. Also, okay, first of all, you lost every guy when you said, I'm looking for someone to have fun with. Because when Uh you say that, dudes are like, sweet, she's DTF. Right. They didn't even read past that. No, no, they didn't. Uh, and, you know, we've talked about this several times on the show about... Worthy. Are you worthy? I want to do a whole... Like, right. I want to do a whole fucking episode on that. I don't understand why people are still treating it like a prize. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you don't like sex either? 
What makes you so glorious, by the way? Like- right. I hate when I see that. I, You know, girls that say that they give the best blowjobs or their pussy's the best. And it's like... Oh, mm. or guys that are like, oh, I'll eat you out. Or the guys that never will eat you out. Or I'm so good at it. We'll never do it. You know, like... Ugh, so... Mm, that's... And it's subjective. Like, right. what the last person liked and what you did that they liked is it's not... Totally, yep. Yeah, is not what the next person likes. Right. Oh, so unfair. I've said it before, like, deep-throating hurts. Stop doing that. Yeah. It hurts my penis. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I would say it probably hurts most women, too, so I, <laughs> say no more. <laughs> yeah, cut it out. But some people like it. Mm. Some people don't. I don't. She keeps going on. Oh, God, are you serious? Oh, get ready for it. I'm an open book, so if you want to know more, just message me. Ah, every single fucking rule. (laughs) That's going to be a loud scream, by the way. I just looked at the thing. (laughs) (laughs) And she finishes off with looking forward to hearing from you. Oh, my God. No, you're not, because you're not hearing from anyone. No one... Is was paying attention past. I'm yeah, seven, and fun. you know when I when I screenshot these, I I don't do the pictures. I should have been more smart about that. But it was an Ann Cleavage picture. Oh Jesus Christ! Of course it was. Yeah. So I just oh you know what, what the Frank? What the you know, Frank? Oh, so annoying. I just the most annoying. Well, you know what, Brian? Yeah. <sighs> On top of Gail and Jack. I am also dumping somebody else this week. Get him. Get rid of him. Well, you know what? Me and Kraft Foods are through. Done? We are never getting back together for creating this fall's new monstrosity of a mac and cheese flavor. Pumpkin spice. Oh, fuck. This is too white girl even for me. And you're talking to someone who... (laughs) On October 1st, could not fucking wait to get a line at Starbucks this morning to get her ass a bucket size latte. Yeah. Benti. Benti. The biggest one. <laughs> and I shouted it with pride from the rooftops from my car. But oh, fucking what the pumpkin fuck? spice mac and cheese? What kind of animals? What? You were too you were too busy wondering if you could. You didn't stop to think. If and wonder should. if you should. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking thank you. That's spot on. God damn it. Yeah. You know what? This Kraft, is how the world ends. It's you. It's not us. <laughs> well, Beth, I'm crushing on somebody this week. I'm crushing hard on this person this week. <laughs> you know what? I think all of America and most of the rest of the world is as well. So you're going to have to get in line. <laughs> I know. Me and America. We are all in this dude's DMs. We're getting left on red. <laughs> but I've got the biggest crash right now on, mo- on the moderator of the first presidential debate, Chris Wallace, oh, for not completely losing his shit during the biggest shit show in American history. I mean, that was nightmarish. Oh, my God. If that was me, if that was me, you know I would have walked out in five fucking minutes. Done, done. Oh, I would have stood up and lost my shit on him. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been like, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to come up there and strangle you with this goddamn microphone cord. Right. 
I'm not even playing games. Security. Chris yeah. Security. From <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah, fuck. dude. And not only that, but Brian, I am so proud of you for like finally being in the politics. <laughs> well, there's nothing I can do about it. That's a separate story. But yeah, you know, I did watch it and I was, you know, horrified. what I hate about this horrified. horrified, horrified for the nation. Like, yeah, I'm glad I can't vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm not. Like, this one, I'm actually kind of like, oh, fuck. We could be doomed. I mean, and listen. It- you know me. Three months ago, I was like, fuck Joe Biden. But like, I'm right. like, you know what? Joe Biden could be the only thing that keeps us from actual Civil War three. So Joe Biden. And also all of his pettiness lately has really been very impressive. And I'm here for it. Like, you know. Right. I do yeah. love the petty digs and all that jazz. So you know what? Chris Wallace, God bless oh. you. We should all start a GoFundMe for that guy to just retire so he never has to moderate <laughs> another debate ever yeah. again. GoFundMe for a massage, some Xanax. Right. I don't know. That dude needs right needs and something. You, and you know what? Maybe America don't need another president. Maybe she need to be single for a while. Okay, I, I'm not opposed <laughs> to that either. The best tweet I think I ever saw was, um, after watching the presidential debate last night, I agree that kindergarten teachers are underpaid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, do you get any shout-outs this week? Um, No, not this week. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, it's been pretty easy. Yeah. All right, well, you know what? Take care, you little Franks and Beanies. Take care, you little Franks and Beanies.